Hi, welcome to the Not Your Average Life Coach podcast. My name is Kay Wilson and I'm a self-empowerment coach and intuitive energy healer. And I am obsessed with helping you step into the most powerful version of yourself. If you are ready to overcome your self-doubt, transform your relationship with love, money and self-worth and start creating the future you that you have always dreamed of becoming, you're in the right place. My desire with this podcast is to help you transform the relationship you have with yourself by sharing with you tools and perspectives that will help you actualize the life you have dreamed of creating. Treat this podcast as your own personal treasure trove of rich ideas, practices and teachings that will transform your day-to-day experience. Hi guys, so lovely to reconnect with you. So again, I am filming this. So if you fancy watching this podcast, it's probably best to go to my website, www.kwilson.love if you actually want to see me. So today I want to talk about the importance of being selfish because essentially I think I don't go through one week without a client who basically tells me that they are not able to prioritize their own needs because if they do it will ruin the lives of those around them and I feel like this is such a misunderstanding of what well selfishness is and also what being in service is really all about because when we are in a position where we are trying to support and help others It is not just a physical experience. Yeah, on a tangible level, us being able to physically show up is helpful. But the reality is, and we all know this, that we are reading way more than how people show up physically. We are all fully aware of how they are feeling. And it's actually the way that people feel that really affects us all. And so when someone is showing up for you and you know that it's not really bringing them any pleasure or joy, that they're doing it because they have to or feel they have to rather than because they want to, that is an unpleasant experience really for everybody involved. And I know that there are many extraneous circumstances which call upon us to do things that we don't want to do. And I just want to talk through some of that in this podcast, because I think it's really worthwhile exploring the concept of selfishness and a new perspective around it, whereby when we understand that when we come from a place where our cup is full, then we are able to actually be in service. If we're coming from an empty space, we aren't actually offering anything that is worthwhile. And it's not pleasant for anybody involved. I always think of the video that you see when you get on the aeroplane. And you see the mother put on her own air mask before she puts on the child's one. And that to me just sums up service right there or sums up just how we should be showing up generally for the benefit of ourselves and those around us. Because I think once we really deeply understand service, we understand how to create a balance whereby we are able to show up for ourselves far more powerfully and the people around us. So for any of you that are going through some challenging periods at the moment and are needing some support on more than a mental level, are looking for an emotional and maybe spiritual 
transition or transformation, I just want to highlight the integration sessions that I offer as I am getting a lot of people reaching out to me for support at the moment. And integration sessions are a super powerful way to help ourselves really release and come to peace with our past and empower ourselves and reconnect with ourselves in order to move more effectively into our present and future. And the reason that they do this is because in an integration session, me and you, we go into your energy body and we observe any energetic blocks that are currently in your system. And we are able to revisit the experiences that created those energetic blocks because every single time something challenging happens to you you have an energetic reaction and unless you're able to process that effectively in that moment that reaction that energetic block if you like will sit in your system and so when we go through this process we are able to recalibrate your energy reintegrate your energy around these areas so that you are no longer blocked or held back in any way. We do this by revisiting past lives if necessary, returning to old relationships and helping there be closure, cutting energetic cords with past experiences and people that have left an imprint on your energy. And throughout the session, we are continually reintegrating aspects of you that have been caught up in these experiences so that you finish the session feeling much more aligned and empowered and aware of the tools that you can use going forward to support yourself. So if this sounds like something that resonates for you, that would serve you, please feel free to reach out, hello at kwilson.love, and we can take it from there. So today, I want to talk about the importance of being selfish. And the reason I say this is because I actually had it come to me in meditation. So it's obviously something that is needed to be discussed. And I do feel really passionately about it because as I said, literally every week I have a client who tells me that their relationship with themselves is desperately impacted by the needs of those around them. And I just want to explore, you know, what it is when we are avoiding being selfish, because when we are putting the needs of others ahead of our own, we essentially are stepping back from ourselves. We are diminishing ourselves for the benefit of others. And when we do that, it's like this deconstruction process occurs because we start to lose our voice. We start to judge our own opinions and compare them to those around us and potentially deem them not as worthwhile. We begin to become far less confident, essentially, in who we are. And the beautiful individual nature that we have starts to be put under this sort of bushel, if you like. We start to hide ourselves and pull ourselves back. And we also end up burning ourselves out because essentially we are not in alignment with who we are. And so that means that we are consistently coming from a place that isn't heartfelt and if you've ever watched someone who's super passionate and super in alignment with who they are and what they're doing they have energy for days and it's because they're just in complete flow and everything's just pouring out of them when that's not the case when you know in your heart of hearts that you're going against your own grain that you're not showing up in a way that's authentic you're going to burn out and the final one is that you're going to be 
pretty unhappy because you know on every single level of your being that your existence, the way that you're experiencing life is not fulfilling to you. And that's because you aren't able to show up in a way that feels good for you personally. So this is what happens when we are trying not to be selfish. Doesn't sound too great, does it? No. <laughs> so what we want to look at now is what it looks like when we are selfish, when we do start to prioritize ourselves. So when we start to do this, we inevitably start to back ourselves because we start to give ourselves permission to say what we want to say, to do the things that we want to do, to speak up potentially when others don't want us to, to say no to things that we don't feel are good for us, to we effectively start to really care about how we feel. And though we might ruffle the feathers of those around us, in the process, what starts to happen is that we start to choose experiences that feel good to us, which means that we start to have more fun, which means that we start to feel happier, lighter, inspired, energized, excited for life. And in that, we become a much happier person to be around. And the people around us are able to benefit from that too. But I hear you say, Kay, I have responsibilities. I have people around me that rely on me. I have friends that constantly make mistakes. And if I didn't step in, their lives would be a mess. Well, I understand that. And what I'd like to do is just explore how we can support others while still supporting ourselves. So looking at the example with a friend that consistently finds themselves in situations that are not very uplifting or empowering, that constantly turn to you seeking your advice, guidance or help, or even a friend that doesn't ask for help, but you feel compelled to because you can see that what they're doing isn't serving them. I'd like to just explore these two paradigms because firstly, when we have someone in our lives that's continually falling over, continu when I say falling over, I don't mean literally, I mean metaphorically, as in continually making poor choices, continually surrounding themselves with people that perhaps aren't good for them or dating the wrong people, whatever the situation might be. And they continually turn to you for help and you're the one always stepping in to fix things. What this actually does is subconsciously teach that person that they're not capable of looking after themselves and actually that they don't need to because you're gonna always be there to pick things up for them. And what this does is it diminishes their ability to discover themselves and take ownership of their own power. And it also diminishes your ability to really spend your time cultivating, nurturing the person that you are, the life that you want to lead. And so it's disempowering for both parties. And don't get me wrong, it's not always easy to watch the people that we love go through really challenging experiences. And when we so desperately want to step in and do something and yet hold ourselves back, and instead, just say to them from the sidelines, I trust you, I believe in you, and you got this. I know you can do this. And really be there for them in a supportive and encouraging way, but still not stepping in to do it for them. 
when we manage that balance, it means that we are able to maintain our own sense of self and allow them to step into and discover more about who they are, which they will find much more gratifying on a long-term basis. It's essentially that whole don't fish for them, but just teach them how to fish, that kind of mentality. That really helps us strike a balance so that we can navigate our own journey and not get caught up in those we care about, but instead support them in ways that are more constructive. So that's one way to maybe explore mentally. Also, when someone doesn't ask for our help, but we feel compelled to step in and act on their behalf because we think that maybe they don't know what the right thing to do is. So this is also troubling territory because what we're doing there is imposing our value system, our experience on their life, their experience. And what's right for us isn't necessarily right for them, even though it might feel like it is at the time. And if we just rush in to impose our perspective, we aren't allowing them to potentially fall over, but then, you know, dust themselves off, pick themselves back up and actually find satisfaction and real growth in developing their own unique perspective, which by the way, might be something that we would never have conceived of. So it's actually really powerful to let people navigate their own problems, even though it can be painful to watch sometimes. I remember my husband, when he was building his business in the early years, was having a super challenging time. And his family used to ring up and say, like, we're really worried about you. You know, we want to do something. And I would just say to them, don't tell him that you're worried about him. Tell him that you believe in him and that you trust him and that you know he'll find his way. That's the biggest help you can give him. And it's just really changing the rhetoric of our own conditioning around victimhood because Otherwise, we're victimizing that person by believing they can't find their own way. And we victimize ourselves by placing ourselves in compromising situations, which diminish and deplete our own energy centers. So the one group of people I see that struggle with this the most are moms. And that's understandable. Having young children is inevitably going to be a challenging situation and is going to require a lot of your energy and time. And so I'd like to just share with you a couple of stories that I've had from mothers that I've worked with that might shed some ideas that you might want to utilize or share with those that you know. Because in my situation, I'm able to perceive lots of different ways of doing things because I talk to lots of different kinds of clients and people. And I have the honor of learning how different people show up in their lives. And it's really beautiful to see how people manage things differently. Now, what I find most often is the mums that are really open to this, even if it's not something they've done for a while, are the ones that find solutions versus the mums that are really basically against this for whatever their reasons might be. They're the ones that end up really struggling because they try to maintain this status quo, which just generally is just really bad for their mental health and their physical health. So the first thing I would like to recommend is having an open mind, is actually entertaining the reality that you can change your situation. 
So one mum, she gets up really early in the morning before her children do, and her children are young, and she makes herself a cup of tea, and she just spends a bit of time on her own, contemplating what her day will be like and how she's doing. She just has this time for her own personal check-in. Now, this is um, common with a few mums. I have another mum that is now buying a candle, or she's bought a candle, and she sits with it, and she just stares into the flame for five minutes every day. And that just is kind of a meditation that helps her center herself and check in with herself. Another mum gets up early, goes for a run with a friend, puts the world to rights and then comes home. Now I realize that not all of you will have that time in the morning or a partner that can carry the load whilst you do those things. <clears throat> so it's just about finding something that does work for you. Other mothers wait till their kids are in nursery or at school, and then they prioritize time for themselves during that day around the chores and responsibilities they have. But they recognize that taking even 10 or hopefully like 15 minutes to themselves, just going for a walk around the block even, is really helpful for their own mental state in these early years and even in the later years. Um, so asking for help is also a really big one. Learning to ask for help is really challenging for a lot of mothers because we have this societal rhetoric which seems to impose this need for us to work in an isolated way and actually it's super unhealthy when you look back on our history we worked in groups we worked in community and so reaching out to other mums joining mums groups my goodness so powerful I even have one group I know of that lives out in quite a remote area and they take turns having so I think there's four of them and two of them have the kids one night and two of them have the night off and vice versa or the afternoons I think it is and it just helps them all break it up but it's social at the same time because they do it in twos and they all just swap so they each get to hang out with a different person of the four all the time so the biggest thing to take away is recognizing that things can change if you're open to allowing them to so giving yourself essentially permission to seek support is the first step in the right direction. And if you find that you're really in a situation where you genuinely don't feel that you can take time for yourself or start to prioritize your own needs, the one thing that we can all do is prioritize the way that we talk to ourselves mentally. Our internal narrative is the key to our internal peace. And if you can start to work with your internal narrative in such a way as to support and encourage yourself, no matter what you're going through, you will find that it will bring you so much peace. So I hope that this has shed some light on the context of being selfish and maybe opened you up to new ways of showing up with yourself and for others. If you want me to talk about any other situation or you'd like my perspective on something, please email me at hello at kwilson.love. I love hearing from you guys. Take care. I'll speak to you soon. Bye-bye.